0: This is Frank Skinner. Skinner This is Absolute
1: Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Navelli. Text the show on 812.15, 15 Follow us on X and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email via Frank at Absoluteradio.co.uk Um, I wanted to make it sound like one of those 1950s thriller radio serials.
0: (laughs) Uh, Sort of building to a terrible crescendo. Paul
1: Temple or something,
2: yeah. I thought it sounded more like the Grand National Hall. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Um, Ross Noble. Um, just coming up on the outside. He will be our <laughs> guest at 10am this morning. Um, and if you've got a question for Ross Noble, like who are you?
2: Um, <laughs> That's no, no way now, to start. No, just in case
1: you don't know. But if, if, you, if, you, uh, if you want to ask Ross anything, send in a question. And you might get your question on um, the QL. The question list, in no, you're wondering.
2: No. Oh, I'm not going to let that go. What's the QL? That's it, the
1: question list.
2: Have you just made that up? Um, well, no.
1: I said question list and then I abbreviated it. We don't want to be saying question list all morning. God forbid. It's not that easy to say. I'll be straight with you. I don't know if either of you have ever tried it. But all right, I'll do my best, Captain Bring Down. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I was um I went for a haircut. I need to tell you this, you know I go to the Turkish barbers they who ignite my ear hair, yeah, mm. oh, oh, yeah yes. and um I hadn't been since since Edinburgh I had a haircut in Edinburgh, if you remember where I was celebrated for being a very well known magician, and I just <laughs> went with it <him. laughs> um but um so, regular readers may know that I have a serious um, <laughs> getting lost issues. I've got no sense of direction. Even within this building, mm. I've yeah. gone the wrong way. Um, I
2: fear for you every time you go to the latrines. No,
1: exactly. And uh, sometimes I go to go downstairs, <laughs> and that's one, one of the... They have men or, men or women, it says on the signs, I think, but they have pink ones and blue ones, and I'm very confused when it's blue and it says men or women and I think why is it blue then? Anyway, they should all be purple. Anyway, anyway. Um, so I, I couldn't find. I hadn't been like for about three months because of being away in Edinburgh. I couldn't find the Turkish barbers, oh. and I thought this is this is a real senior moment because I'm, it's in this road. And I was walking up and down the road. People were looking at me.
0: Did you think for a moment it was one of those sort of um, sort of tales of the unexpected kind of, and it and it was never there. Yeah, no exactly. one remembered. Barbers what barbers. do
1: you mean, the Turkish barbers
0: that burned down in
1: the fifties? And yes. everyone was killed. Yes. Yeah. Um, no. Well, what happened was, I realised that while I was away, it had become a restaurant, oh. not even a Turkish no. restaurant. So it's gone.
2: Frank, it, what are you going to do? I know.
1: I was only. I'd been going there for about six years, and I'd only just reached the stage where we'd have a, a mid-cup chat. I'd only just reached that point.
2: Did they not reach out to you and say, we've got some sad news, it's with a heavy heart?
1: No, they didn't do any of that. But looking back on it, those mid-cut chats were often about <laughs> business being really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I... The signs were there. But it was, um, it was, you know, my, I really liked it. I liked the guys. There was a good level of uh, tip gratitude. Oh. And, um, what do you
2: mean they didn't expect much?
1: Well, they were pleased, genuinely <laughs> okay. pleased when I gave them a tip. But now I realise why. <laughs> so we're
2: going to have to find you a new Turkish barber's. Well, well
1: I'll tell you what happened. Is oh. There's another barber in the same road that I went to once and the man said, I'm sorry, but we only cut hair by appointment. Um, well, um... Uh, not to the Queen, to, you know, just to <laughs> point him. And um, that's no good to me. No. I don't know it is with... with I, I don't think you could do this. I don't think no. you work on a lady's hairdresser's. But um, f- for you, Pierre, yeah. I, I never know when I'm going to suddenly want a haircut.
0: Haircuts strike me like lightning. That, is it with me? <laughs> I, I have, Unexpected oh, this time. You know, this
2: is like a first date. I... <laughs> Honestly,
1: I've been. This has happened to me a few times. I've gone for a haircut, and I've been sitting at home, and I've stood up before I (laughs) realised I wanted a haircut. My body had thought (laughs) (laughs) haircut. So the idea of like thinking, oh, you know, I would really uh, like a haircut in the future. That. Have you seen... You know when the alien ship lands in Close (laughs) Encounters and all these people suddenly head out to it, just just halfway through a meal? That's (laughs) how I am with a haircut.
0: So uh, the appointment, I I hated just... They they, they might might as well say, you're not allowed a haircut.
1: They might might as well say, uh, you know... Would you like... Um, do you think you'll fancy a dime bar next Thursday at 2.15? Either spelling, they might say to me. Do you know
2: how far in advance I have to burn?
1: No, I'd like to know. And tell us after this, please.
0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. In terms of um, your haircut dilemma, and we're discussing how we have, as as men... We have haircuts on a sort of whimsical basis. I was going to have a whimsical haircut this very day after the show. I I sort of thought, like you say, the thought strikes you the way it strikes a bird that it's time to migrate. You sort of, yeah, something in you just says, hey, you should probably have a
1: haircut. Very. I don't want to think about it too much or I might back out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) It's like laying an egg or something.
1: Yeah, I was thinking of something similar to that. If you don't do it straight <laughs> away, it retracts.
2: Oh my. oh my God. Do you know. Tell us point? how
1: long you have to wait for a hair appointment, Emily Dean.
2: Well, gather around the fireside. Get okay. comfy.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to do a crackling. We're down after you. <laughs> uh,
2: I have to. I choose to book online now, but I do have an emergency contact number.
1: For a haircut, yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Um, should I absolutely desperately need an appointment? Is it a butchers. <laughs> 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 oh, this is for George Northall. I'm not being paid to say this. I pay for my haircuts, but just in ca- just FYI.
1: It's okay. It's okay.
2: Yeah, but he did the Alexa. Remember, remember her? Alexa Chung, the Alexa. Oh, I eagle. thought you
1: meant Alexa, <laughs> as in, Alexa, will you cut my hair?
2: <laughs> Apologies to everyone at home, by the way, who's oh, yeah, Alexa no, will be going yeah. off. You to you.
1: hell with them, I don't yeah. have one. <laughs> <laughs> Not only do that, but... Charlie, Charlie, come on, Charlie. <laughs> I'm just trying to get their dog going as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Imagine
1: having a dog called Alexa, that would be... Oh, cool. oh.
2: Why are the assistants always women? I'm just saying.
1: Why are the assistants Um, always women? Alexa. I know. You know. I spent years trying to stop barking domestic <laughs> demands at females <laughs> oh, and, uh, and, and I had to really work at it. No, now I'm, they're asking me to do it. No, please, no, thank you. Now
0: Silicon Valley yeah, is undoing dragged me way. back to my bad always.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, I do would, it. I would. I would Alexa, like football's <laughs> coming up. <home>. Yeah. <laughs> I would like no, it if it was No,
1: it isn't. <laughs> 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 it <laughs> is.
2: It is it it? it'd
0: be nice if it was called Jeeves and had a sort of smarmy tone yeah it would a little robot can you get
1: a man one? Like you can, um, Sand- you know, on no, Saturdays no. you can have one. Well, you
2: can it. get the Siri man, can't you? Is you there an... A- ali-
1: oh, no, I don't like the Siri man. There's a
2: Siri Australian man as well. Oh. No. Don't I don't him? like
1: Siri, generally. Really? I find he's right. a bit of an interrupter.
0: Okay. <laughs> Aussie, Aussie Siri. <laughs> yeah,
2: Aussie Siri. Oh, I cannot wow. help you with that, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. the hair, Frank. Yes. So, I have an emergency appointment in case I need an emergency appointment, okay. emergency phone number... But what I generally do, if I'm going on book, as it were, by the book, I will... I'll go online. There's a series of profile pictures of the various stylists and a biog about them, should I wish to select them. Oh, right. So, you you know, you, ha- you get to see who you're having and you get to read about them.
0: How deep into their backstories <laughs> do you like to go?
2: Well, there's a lot of info.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Who there's hair they've cut, where they've trained. For how long? OK, I'm getting to that... So, uh, I need to put cut and colour and blow-dry and a gloss. There's right. about six or seven processes to go But all done
1: about. by the same person, no. aren't they? Oh, it's, it's a bit like people. a pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're all working on you at the same time, <laughs> like that. Come on, hurry up, I've got another
2: lap! <laughs> I would say, to safely get in with my top five... Hmm. Uh, I would like to book at least three weeks in advance, possibly sometimes a month. Gosh.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have days when I wake up and think my hair looks great. (laughs) What about if it's that day I've booked the haircut?
3: (laughs) Have you ever sat
1: and looked in the mirror just before they cut it and thought, "No, no, it looks great, right, looks <laughs> <right."> oh. <laughs> well." Sometimes halfway through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, more, more, more on this. This gets it. It gets worse. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: Do you want? Sorry, I was just no. going to share some uh, some barber related correspondence. No, go on, share. Readers. This is from eight one three. Andy Wood, one of our regulars, as you know. Do you know Andy
0: Wood? (laughs) No, but thanks for the tip. Okay. Mm,
2: You're getting it. (laughs) Uh, My barbershop has an appointment app where you see the name of each barber and available slots. Hmm. You get alerts if anyone cancels an encutment. (laughs) Encutment. He's gone encutment and I'm I'm leaving it there. I quite like it. Most worrying is when they offer a discount half-price haircut with a trainee barber. Oh, I'd do that. How much damage could you do to my hair? That's true. Um, usually, you've actually got lovely hair, Frank. Um, usually, this trainee is called Cal or Jezza. Okay. Who would actually take a gamble like this? <laughs> well, I
1: there think you got we already found answered. our man. Yeah. answered. If you're listening, Cal... <laughs> anyway um, so I said um, I walked in and I said you have to have an appointment here don't you he said um, not if you have it cut immediately and I said well that was my plan <laughs> so uh, the bloke started cutting my hair and it says like wash and haircut cut no wash he just went straight into the- he said what do you want and I said, sort of um, early 20th century East European novelist.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's, it means I, like, I don't just like hair, I like flesh and hair combo. Yeah. It's like a, I like a fierce short back and sides. The Turkish barbers would always say, no, you wouldn't like that. Let us blend it. And I said, no, I, re- I want a really hard line between skin and hair. And they go, no, honestly, you won't like that. And they used to talk me out of it. This guy, I realised, did have an appointment in 10 minutes' time. <laughs> <laughs> so he cut it. Um, We've still got a conversation in. We talked about um, table tennis. And uh, um, I, I explained that I played penholder grip, and he said, oh, well, the new bat's coming out now, which really helped the wide backhand. So that was good news.
2: Anyway. Well, and other things I've never discussed with my hairdresser. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Or any member of the team. <laughs> yeah. And then he said to me, um, is he in the Olympics? Is he in the Olympics? Uh. Oh, I think so. Your hairdressing, not hairdressing. <laughs> I wish <laughs> hairdressing there was. will be next. Cricket's in the next <laughs> that would be great. one. Great. Yeah, there
2: Squash. should be hairdressing. Fake tanning should be po-
1: Olympics. Poetry used to be in the Olympics. Do <laughs> You know that? Yeah. And it painting. Really did. Really. And painting.
2: Yeah. Poetry. I
1: think. I think it stopped in London forty-eight when it was won by somebody. You had to write about sport, a poem about sport, and a, a woman wrote a poem um, about fencing called sword song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I got this um, haircut and then um, I, it's, it's pretty, what do you think, it's, it's sort it's of extreme mm. <laughs> And then I went on the, um, I went on the one show that night
2: was this when you were talking with Claire Balding? Claire Balding. Yes, and that I, went you went viral. And I still
1: had the worst haircut on the sofa. <laughs>
2: How dare you? And... she, I love her hair.
1: I love Claire Balding, full stop. Yeah. But,
2: um... You you know My you viral. publicist,
1: yeah, my publicist, <laughs> contacted me. So there's a lot of stuff on yeah. social media about your <laughs> hairstyle, and I thought, is there anyone in the world who would think, "Oh, I wonder if that would be positive?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you say, "Oh, that's good"? Yeah, I I what Did they like it? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really.
1: So um, I'm not allowed on social media by Elon Musk because I'm not um by I don't know how to get on most of them and I used to I used to uh, what do they call it? Stalk Twitter or something. Lurk, darling. Lurk. I yeah. used to lurk. But Elon stop that. You have to be signed up to yeah. get searching. So I don't know what was said, but um let's put it this way. <laughs> I've been on I've been doing some gigs this week. And my tour manager was having breakfast in a hotel in Birmingham and he saw Lenny Henry and he was very excited. So we went over and said hello. And he said, I'm on tour with Frank Skinner at the moment. He said, I will give him my love and tell him he's got a terrible haircut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: <laughs> Frank, Ruth Jordan has reached out to us. Of, of,
1: our... of course. Of course. When did she last yes, not. Sir. Contact the show. I wonder. Okay, we'll be worried if um, if she doesn't contact the show one week. I'll be phoning the neighbours to see if the, how many pints of milk outside yeah. her house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's not a very good check anymore, is it? Because the the milkman doesn't really exist. I know someone will say, "Well, actually, there's one in my..." But they're generally
2: someone will say, "I am a milkman." i like Spartacus, (laughs) pipe down. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Would Frank say that the comments about this haircut are better or worse? than the comments he had about his post-lockdown hair that time he was on the Graham Norton show. That well, question for <laughs> Frank Skinner.
1: I was too um, frightened to look at the comments then because I'd heard they were quite fierce. And also that was slightly different because my hair had been cut by what was then my eight-year-old child, whereas I'd just been and paid 25 quid plus tip for this. But... Um, from a man who said and by the way will you apologise to David Baddiel because the last time he was here I started shaving his beard off just as a joke
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're kidding yeah and then he said and then he wrote about me in an article or something like that did
3: oh my anyway
1: Lord. so um, I, I suspect They were worse the first time, but I don't know, I'm guessing. That was a worse haircut, surely.
2: I'm still struggling to move on from the curious tale of David Padil, the shaved beard, and the article. Well, he said,
0: pass it it on to him. I'm sorry, it was just a joke. This barber doesn't seem to me to be a natural diplomat. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Also, if
1: there's there's one
2: breed of person I don't particularly want having a sense of humour, it's, it's a hairdresser. Oh, really? Well, I just want you to do your job. I don't want you playing practical jokes yeah, on you me. D- you
0: don't want to have a hairdresser who's also a noted prankster. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Steve Pink.
2: Steve <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe this was just a joke after looking back. <laughs> I like it. You know. um, we've got a text in should... just now that's definitely for me. 211 just text in in full capital letters Holy Roman Empire. And to you that
1: <laughs> Yeah
0: That's it Just Holy Roman Empire Okay that's it Yeah
1: Okay should I, I should say that Pierre Even though <laughs> England are playing South Africa Twice today Yeah a rugby Pierre has come in <laughs> In a South
0: African shirt Yes I have
1: yeah.
2: We don't really have. We don't really Come across this sort of thing It's
0: you know. very rare It takes the Rugby World Cup For me to For me to bother
1: Yeah I mean Personally I don't care um, if they beat them in the rugby World Cup, but if they beat them in the cricket,
0: no, I f- fired. I, f- <laughs> <laughs> I find that the, the all the sports tribalism of all the football fans I know disappears when it comes to rugby international or otherwise. Yeah, well, I struggle with rugby, as you know. I'm sure it's lovely.
2: Frank, Darren
0: Cook has been in touch. <laughs> it's like a, something that a, a kind a kind grandmother would say about rugby. Well, I'm sure it's lovely. Slightly unkind grandmother, I like
2: that. Frank, um, Darren Cook has been in touch. Oh, yeah. Question for Frank. Did he enjoy the band doing a swing version of the song Sex Bomb on last week's Strictly Come Dancing?
1: Um, well funnily enough my um, partner said I can't believe the children watching this I can't believe they're doing this song with the guy going sex bomb sex bomb you my sex bomb he was, doing, he was doing all that stuff baby you
2: can turn me on
1: yeah it's a real Sinatra baby <laughs> you can turn me on yeah and um, it can. was it had, got, it, had, it had the words the thing is every time sex was said I was Sit next to my eleven-year-old, and when sex was mentioned, I'd go, (laughs) (laughs) which he loved. (laughs) loved." (laughs) It is the only response to that word until you're about fifty-eight, in my opinion, and I'm sticking with it. Who cares? Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Do you know I was on a, a GCSE mock? A uh, paper, yeah. an extract from my autobiography, and it says things like, "How does uh, Frank Skinner create mood in this piece and <laughs> stuff like that?" <laughs> really? Yeah. It's about me when I was a kid. I used to get to the top of the garden and just scream <laughs> at the top of my voice <laughs> at night. Yeah. <laughs> now I've got this show. <laughs> right, yes.
2: I would like to take us back a bit.
1: Do you remember when we did um, dad jokes on this show we got people to send in their dad jokes and one guy sent in and said, not only did my dad do this joke over and over, but I've inherited it now. Yeah. And it, it was... You just reminded me of it he said every time my dad got in the car with us whenever he put it in reverse he'd say this takes me back and now this guy does it there's <laughs> something vampiric about jokes like that I love it it's the repetition I love <laughs> of those jokes because <laughs> I've got a few like if cats were touchy about food And if she says this is really oily, I always say, oh, it's only quarter to one, (laughs) regardless of what time of the day it is. But it makes me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, carry on.
2: You've also got a lot of. uh... A lot of prop work that you do regularly. Yeah, yeah. So twice, maybe three times, I've been on a walk with you, and you've suddenly produced a pipe.
1: Yes, it's good. I wouldn't <laughs> smoke a pipe. I've tried no. smoking a pipe, and I vomited most viciously. But you
2: produced it <laughs> in order because you had a punchline in mind.
1: Well, I'll, men my age all smoke pipes yeah. when I was a kid, but it's gone now. Anyway, yes,
2: anyway, I would like to take us back to some correspondence we received during the week. And we do like getting your correspondence at any time. Sorry to go points of view, but I want to encourage our readers to contact us. And I'd like to share some of this with you, Frank. We were discussing last week, if you may recall, the sort of generic advertising. Do you want to give us an example?
1: Yes, I was talking about um, adverts like... Cheese, please, Louise, which was <laughs> yeah. a, an advert f- for cheese, <laughs> not for any specific brand of cheese, but just the general concepts
0: of the no. abstract of cheese. Yeah. And things like, and, do you remember beef?
1: Yeah. Yes. And there was one, a, a pinter per person per day, which was an advert for milk.
2: And it was there was a thing <laughs> called the milk marketing board. Yeah. So it's things it. that
1: you wouldn't think need advertising. <laughs> <Exactly>. Was, was <laughs> the general idea.
2: And Ben in Christchurch. In New Zealand, has been in touch, dear Frank and team. On the subject of generic advertising, in 1980s Hungary under communism, there were giant billboards across Budapest with nothing on them but this sage advice: "Need shoes? Go to the shoe shop."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. I mean, incredibly... It comes across, in, in a way, incredibly rudely. What? When you choose, go to the shoe shop today. Yeah. Yeah, you know where you want to go. Yeah. But the shoe <laughs> shop wasn't... Just, there
1: wasn't a company called the shoe shop, I don't believe... It? No, no, there was just a... Because shoe. none
2: of this is in caps, put, so it put was on all,
0: government shoes.
1: Yeah. Is go it go in toe to caps?
2: Sh- go to... Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Sorry,
0: everyone. Oh, dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It takes
1: me back. <laughs> this is Frank gift. This is. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on uh, Whimsical the Guardian. This is. <laughs> this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 8 12 15. <laughs> Follow us on X and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. And I say again. <laughs> Ross Noble will be our guest at 10 a.m. If you want to send in a question for Ross... We've got our own, but, you know, yours might be better. Yeah. Um, send in a question, and we'll, and we'll ask some of those when
0: he arriveth. Is can one chase the stationery the sort of thing you say when you go to Ryman's?
1: Yeah, well, I do to chase pen. it there.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I like a Ryman's. Regarding the generic adverts... Oh yes For concepts such as milk or shoes Yeah Um, Well we've got one about milk uh, From Rob and Sonny Bedford
1: One we didn't cover last week Last week we did uh, Pint of a person Pint um,
0: pint of milk a day Yeah Pint of milk
1: a day And Mm. um, watch out there's a Humphrey about Yes, some sort of uh,
0: milk demon
1: Hmm. was well, the Humphrey.
2: concept that, that milk was such a prized asset that there well, would like be said, dedicated you know, milk th- thieves. On yeah. my
0: Charles Atlas
1: course, we had milk week. So you of course, said. yes, yeah. milk, milk
2: week. When you talk about your Charles Atlas course, I feel such love for you.
0: Oh, thank you.
2: I can't help it. Um,
0: milk week sounds like something from the uh, Celebrity SAS. <laughs> or whatever it's milk weeks coming well, like, up and the gang are afraid I know you don't
1: watch Strictly but it would be a terrible terrible edition of Strictly when yes. everyone danced to milk themes
0: yes <laughs> That and people saying oh, part of my dance was inspired by my lactose intolerance and <laughs> like uh, Frank Scannata Frank so <laughs> that's <Frank's> me Frank <laughs> uh, that is your tribute that's, act that's my t- it's there on <laughs> touring. <laughs> yeah um, um, well Robert Sunny yes. Sonny Bedford mm-hmm. re-milk and, yeah, and Painter. Uh hi Frank and team I'm-
2: sorry, it's
0: so sensitive. It is, yeah, yeah. I'm writing, uh, following on your chat about milk advertising. Uh, our builders recently found a lot of old newspapers when they knocked down a wall during mm. some old renovations. Was it the wall of
1: that old lady who's a hoarder who
0: lives up the road? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, sorry, it, Kate. it wasn't supposed to be a wall, but she <laughs> no. built it. Um, which is this is a sort of archaeology now, yeah. in a way. There's one paper, The People Newspaper. Oh, I remember it. From yes. 1967. <laughs> okay. That has this fantastic advert for milk. And it is uh, a picture of a nice lady with a sort of eccentric hat on, <laughs> holding a glass of milk, Yeah, brackets general. Yeah. And looking sort of cheekily at the viewer. And she's referred to, uh, the caption is, Pinter Girl is popular. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Pinter Girl is her sort of superhero name I guess Okay. and the caption explains who is Pinter Girl because they know that that's the first thing that we'd think yeah exactly it looks
2: like Pinter Girl it does is look like Pinter Girl Harold Pinter play yes
0: um, who is Pinter the Girl Wimsicle yeah <laughs> the guardian what's <laughs> what's cool. so special about her that's the second uh, secondary inquiry. Oh, okay. Bit, uh, she's pretty. Aggressive. Yeah, she yeah. she's pretty. Okay. But that can't be all. <laughs> and it's not. <gasps> There's some suspense there. This is a girl and it could just as well be you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What word yeah, yeah. It's a wordy
0: ad. Yeah, it's a long it's not catchy. really a catchy slogan. It's a like work on an I yeah. haven't quite gone full madman snappiness with this no, one, this is it.
1: where Henry
0: James went into the advertising yeah, yeah, yeah. business. Yeah, turnover for the rest of the ad. Come <laughs> on, what do they say? It could well
2: this be you. This is a girl
0: and it could just as well be you. <gasps> Me? Who drinks at least a pint of milk every day of her life? My italics. Yeah. She likes it, full stop. Oh, no. Well, that makes she sense. She likes it. Yeah. And the milk likes her. Ugh. Apart from the layer of calcium it's left around her heart. Yeah. Yes. I
2: don't like Ashram. She likes it. Diddly, diddly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and milk likes her
0: and makes her feel so good that she can't help being nice. <laughs> I've never wow. heard that about milk. I've never no. heard that about ladies. I might
2: get
1: a st- pint. <laughs> <laughs> we honestly thought milk was yeah. the healthiest thing on the planet. What's
2: I, the final I, line to this, then? Well,
0: if you're nice, people like you. <laughs> and that's the story of why Pinter Girl is popular. Yeah.
1: Is that true, though? No. Nah. If, if you're nice, people like you. Nah.
0: I think that uh, it's only a bit true. And I've When people say... You hear people say it's a bit too nice. Yeah, must be yeah. all that milk.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you can yeah. help them, people like I mean, you. babies often aren't that nice, no. and they live on milk <laughs> <nice>.
2: <laughs> <What> Absolute narcissist.
0: <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: There is a mysterious cue. Outside the studio. I mean, yes. quite a big queue. The average age, what should we, what do we think, 15, 16? Young. Yes, young. And um, we don't know what it's for. We'll put a picture up of them, see if you might know. No, so that's our, our Kerry. She's uh, queuing up. Yeah. For they Lena. might get in trouble. Or
0: they might get they in might
1: trouble. They might have told
2: lies about yeah. where they are. It's, it's not
0: my problem. <laughs> Maybe there's a new be type honest of, to your family. <laughs> there's a new type of Fortnite-themed crisp or something.
1: Oh, there could be. Yeah. Well, we've just sent Jenny out for snacks. Our assistant producer, and she's getting me tacky. If sixteen-year-old if sees someone with tacky, she'll be torn apart. Yeah. Like when a tropical bird is, uh, escapes and getting the the uh, sparrows and the the blackbirds and stuff resent its... It's unusual You're not getting those
2: tackies again, are you? Oh, God, yes. After (laughs) my incident,
1: I had an accident at work. Don't have one.
2: I called one of those lawyers, had an accident at work. Yes, I did. Chilly's in my eye. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) That would be great (laughs) if they'd had that on there on the advert, for example. (laughs) Lawyers for you, or whatever they're called. But
2: they're
0: just a silhouette of you.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I sued put, my I boss. put some
1: turkeys in my eye. In case you didn't listen last <laughs> week, I was voice. eating the uh, very hot snack, um, tackies in the studio who
2: aren't paying us. In fact, I think now, I said I went as far as to say I loathe
1: them. No, I know if if people think they're paying them, it's a rough old advert because I like everyone else thinks they're vile, but um. Uh, Emily had one and then robbed her eye. And it, like I say, it's got a hot, super hot dust on it. Mm. And uh, she wept like a child.
2: <laughs> I saw a viral video of someone giving it a, ch- a toddler eating. Someone giving oh, it to a no, toddler. No,
1: I wouldn't give it to. No. I gave um, the dog some, the, the bag. The dog likes a crisp bag to oh, sure. explore after you finish the crisp, just to get the last bits out. But the, the tack is he drew the line up. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, okay. I would like to move us on to Louisa and I North. don't know if
1: that was my best ever anecdote.
0: Oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean- was trying to picture the reaction of the dog plunging its face into a... A bag of spice dust. Well, my dad,
1: we had chickens all the time I was a kid. And if um, if they, occasionally they start eating their own eggs, the chicken. I mean, they wait for them to do come they? out. Do they? Yeah, they come out first. And um, so what you have to do my dad being like growing up in the country in County Durham, he got an egg and he blew it. You know, you put a hole in each side and blow the contents out. Mm. And then he filled it with um, English mustard and put it back in their cage and took the water out of their shed and there was one just suddenly running up and down um, w- w- um, with its mouth open and we knew it had eaten the mustard egg and so then he identified which chicken it was oh. mm. Is that I a mean, yeah, somewhat, no, it's it's fell off the bone. <laughs> oh <my
0: God. laughs> and it tasted of mustard. Yeah, it had, a yeah, sort of it had in, the mustard already Internal marinade. Absolutely <laughs> perfect.
1: I mean, I think it could be described as ingenious,
2: but very cruel. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know
1: then. I'm no. not suggesting anyone does it at home. I don't no. know if anyone listens who's got chickens. I it know. lives in a Chickens could It could taste mustard.
2: Did you need a license to keep chickens?
1: No, maybe, (laughs) (laughs) and we needed a license for a television, someone was telling me, (laughs) I put it just down to tittle tattle. (laughs) I was in the uh, one show dressing room and they put a bowl of chocolate and snacks for you to eat. Uh So I just scooped it all up and took it home. I thought I had the the license buyer's money, Just flashing in my mind, these are mine. I've paid for these. Frank
2: Skinner on Absolute Radio. I don't want this to get into, uh, descend I should say, into mm. a text in about... Cruel things along the lines of what your dad did to the chickens. Yes, okay. But just in en passant, Lulu Popplewell has been in touch just to add. My mum used to put chili powder on the flowers and veg patch, Oh, and I think right, I that see. was to stop mm. the squirrels getting at them. Oh, okay, yeah. clever. Well, and
1: cruel. Cruel. and cruel. Okay. No, no, look, we do not we, we love animals on this show. We've also made a discovery. Why are those kids queuing outside?
2: In case anyone missed it, we have a large queue, don't we? A
1: large queue of... It's a bunch of darn kids on our lawn. Yeah, <laughs> 15 or 16-year-olds in the rain, in the pouring rain. Some of them have going umbrellas. I didn't know yeah. that sort of the current generation would <laughs> take on an umbrella. It seems a bit of an old-fashioned thing to... Uh,
2: it seems a bit Father and Mary Poppins yeah, for some, these
1: youngsters. Some hooded youth flourishing <laughs> a damp... <laughs> um, <laughs> we had
2: our guesses. I thought maybe the Styles lad was en route. Uh,
1: yeah, well, you always think that when you see young people. But they don't look like those kind of. Uh, they look a bit sort of more
0: urban. Mm. I saw yeah. one of them flourishing a, a, a vinyl uh, sort of. A, what would you call it? Sleeve. Okay. So I thought it's definitely music based. Yes.
1: And the, anyway, we've discovered um, who is he. Tyler, the creator.
0: Is, Tyler, the creator. But it's not music. He is a musician. Oh,
1: he's, he's not a Tyler.
2: Who is Tyler?
0: <laughs> Who is Tyler? He's a creator. He's
1: well, a, yeah, he's but a, that sounds, a, sounds like
2: you don't know what he's actually not a musician, is. He's a rapper. What is, what are, he's, he's a He's a rapper
0: or a musician. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Um, I would say so. <laughs> he's, um...
2: <laughs> Why is he the creator? That's just his name. Yeah, but Frank will have something to say about that. There's only one creator in Frank's world. <laughs> I saw... Um, oh, I still saw, God's name. Tyler the Alpha and the Omega.
1: <laughs> I saw um, <laughs> Mary J Blige do a thing years ago on some American show, and she came on and started... You know, she had an incredible voice, and she came on and sang, and then a rapper came on who I didn't know. But it was still rapper, and he just was really hitting the mainstream. And he came on and started rapping, and she looked at him a bit strange. <laughs> I thought she's going to go, What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You're not singing. You're just talking <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> what are you <laughs> playing? You're going to get us thrown out. Come on, Matt. Why are you just speaking like that? <laughs> oh, Mary J. Blige. Upon, of course, I'm much obliged. Her name. Did you know that? Is it? It's because of her gratitude to her fans and supporters.
2: Oh, yeah. It's not, it's not true, I Yeah, I actually it believed it,
1: Frank. Yeah. No, it's not true. I'm happy with that. The idea <laughs> that we be a a sort of R&B Blige. singer whose name was a pod on Much obliged. I yeah. think the pensioners in Smethwick used to say to the bus driver when they got off. <laughs> they? Well, As I- well as thank you, driver. Obviously. I was going to say, was a, a fan of
2: much obliged. Was uh, do you remember Frank uh, Derek uh, Akora? These we have loved. Did he say much obliged? He used to say to the spirit world. No. Well, he would occasionally when he would contact the spirit world. to go, thank you. We are very much obliged.
1: I think you'll find <laughs> really you call it the spirit world, but I think you'll find it was the world of spirits. The spirits, <laughs> <laughs> which always sounded like an enormous half license. Well, of spirits.
0: Because you can't say, cheers, lad, to a ghost.
2: <laughs> no. And he's there, of course, uh, he's entered the, the world of spirits. Do you stuff. think these
1: dudes will be saying, thank you, Tyler, when they leave? Apparently, he's launching a, a, a new um, clothes line. Not a clothes line, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> a, a line. What do you, how do you say, Emily, you're in fashion? a <laughs> new clothes line.
2: Yeah. Is
0: it a clothes
1: line?
2: range line. It's clothes line, yeah.
0: pegs, the whole thing. It's a new range. Prop, Cook. a nice prop. A new range, cookers. <laughs> Yeah, but he's, he's
1: launching, so they're all queuing up to see uh, Tyler, the creator, and they look absolutely... I mean, queuing in the rain, he must be one hell of a guy. Mm.
2: Mm, he's a creator. Frank Skinner.
1: Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
2: Frank, Ross Noble's in the building.
1: Oh, yeah? Have we had lots of questions in from our readers?
2: Yeah, we have.
1: Mm-hmm. OK. OK. Were they... What, your response seemed like they were a bit rubbish... <laughs>
2: No, okay. but I'm going to save them for when our guests are No, alive. Of course,
1: I don't want to hear them now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll start answering them spontaneously.
2: Yeah. Now, listen, we've heard from Louisa in North Somerset. Oh, yeah. Do you remember we were talking about. Uh, I remember
1: when counties were just one word. They're all north this yeah. and west that. The
2: They've modern
1: ways. The modern Honestly. ways.
2: Louisa in North Somerset, uh, this is in reference to the sort of generic advertising, buy milk. What was the the one we heard about this morning already in uh, Hungary, which was... Yeah, and there was pine to go. And there was need shoes, go to the shoe shop in Budapest. (laughs) Good advice. advice. Morning, Frank, Emily, Pierre and all the team, says Louisa. After the mention of the sinister pork man who yes. Pierre referred to last week...
1: yes, Oh, I remember that. That was a man who um, prepared pork for his family. He was slicing pork and talking about <laughs> how pork was an what important thing. What did he say? Thing. He was
0: muttering about how much there was. Yeah. Everybody's got plenty. My <laughs> yeah. wife's got what it takes. That's one of the things he said. And again, it glowering. was just for pork, the general... It yeah.
2: was a glowering 70s dad. That's what yeah. dads did in the in, 70s. In,
0: in, in a room that seemed unlit... Yes. While everyone was having a full Sunday roast, it did look that like they were there against their will. The other people, it did, it did look like um, yeah. a sort of Iranian embassy siege-style SWAT team would smash through the windows yeah. and take the pork man down. Exactly. We didn't
2: understand lighting concepts back then. I mean. There was one overhead light, and you, that, and you were you were done. Imagine down. if
1: you confronted the pork man with pulled pork—a oh. new, a new move in the <laughs> pork world. In the world of pork.
2: Anyway, Louisa continues Uh, After the mention of the sinister pork man Does anyone remember the frankly terrifying public information advert Promoting water safety It had a truly sinister voice saying something like I am the spirit of dark and lonely water And the water itself looked like something out of a horror film it scared the hell out of me as a young child. Long time reader, occasional emailer. So, this is a an ad, uh, sort of. I mean, it's not for water, it's sort of an ad against <laughs> yeah. water. No, there was, when I was a
0: child, there was a. Like, what? <laughs> this, this ad brought to you by the Dangerous Water Association. <laughs> this
2: ad brought Try to some. you by
1: <laughs> There was um, a, a whole lot when I was a child of um, television based warnings. Yeah. Uh, so there was things like very there was obvious ones like don't leave the gas on, yeah. But then there was like really obscure ones like wear something white at night. <laughs> oh, and for some yeah.
2: reason pylons p- pylons were a huge issue. There. Oh yeah, yeah. But so. I think people did it, but
1: I, no, no one ever. The idea of where, you know, there were still lampposts in those days. Yeah. A it's white raincoat or a hat is swell. <laughs> a shopping bag will do as well. Just use your ingenuity and wear a garment. We can see.
2: <laughs> Filthy <Wow>. creeps.
1: <laughs> There's a bit where it went, it doesn't matter to us as long as you're conspicuous.
0: <laughs> very fine. This is the, the ads you need in, a, in an era when kids could really roam free. Yeah. Yeah, that is true, I suppose. Having to warn them and say, don't touch pylons.
1: Was, was that a-
2: the best they could do was wear white? Yeah. Yeah.
1: There was another one for that well-known danger, it was, and the advert was called Don't Overcrowd Your Car. <laughs> <laughs> it was about having too many people in your car. Oh, right. Uh, did people just stop
2: doing that? I don't know.
1: Frank Skinner.
2: Emma Rooney in Formby, that's in Liverpool, isn't it, I believe? Okay. Has a question for you.
1: I met Colleen Rooney the other night. Oh, did yeah. you? Never been to T-Bay services. Who'd have thought it?
2: Oh. Oh, yes, this is when Frank talked a lot about T-Bay services and went viral. Well,
1: I was asked about, you know, me and uh, Claire Balding did a bit of. Uh, Motorway services my service reminiscing.
0: Oh yeah, well, you, 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 me, and Omar, the tour manager, had a marvellous roast. Well, I quoted you, and you're they've got handmade biltong. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah, got nothing. I'll be straight with you. Oh. No, it's like doing a, like a perfect impression of your uncle. People yeah. don't know. No, it's <laughs> Get more famous. People might laugh at it in retrospect. That's true.
2: You can't just say to people, "Get more famous." It's good advice. anyway. Right, Emma Rooney in Formby has been in touch. She wants your help with something, boys. Morning, Frank. You're my joke guru, so I really hope you can help me here. For years, all I can remember is the punchline to a joke, which I can only imagine is about Winnie the Pooh. Can I give you the punchline, Frank, to see if you can help? The punchline is... Eeyore, Eeyore, Eeyore to know better. But I have no idea what the actual joke is. It's Uh, been driving me garrity, we'll get back to that, for about 30 years, for the love of God, sorry, Frank, or somebody (laughs) put me out of my misery, please. Well, you couldn't be in a better place. We've got two, nay, three comedians here this morning. Yeah. Um, Let's kick off with you, Frank.
1: Well, I... um I remember this joke. I think she might have slightly. um, I believe the punchline is Eeyore, Eeyore, Eeyore always calls me that. (laughs) And. um, it's a difficult joke to tell in 2023 because it was a time when we were a little bit more, um oh, no. <laughs> insensitive. Oh, yeah,
2: I do apologise
1: in advance. How bad but there's Winnie a guy. The there's a guy. It's not Winnie the Pooh. There's <laughs> okay. a guy who is doing stuff, and he says, uh, "A what, woman's what in this shop. Stuff? They're in a shop or something." And the bloke says, uh, "Yeah, pass me that donkey," and then he says, um, "Oi, donkey." Can you bring me that over? And then he says, uh, can you close the door, donkey? And then he goes out and the woman says, that's oh, that's terrible, That what the what' calling you donkey. And the guy says, Eeyore, Eeyore, he always calls me that. Oh, <laughs> God. There, I've said there it. There we go. Okay. Yes. Oh, dear. Well, I hope it's cheered her up if it's been nagging at her all these years. Well, and Jonathan
2: Pearce, the football commentator... Do you remember him, Frank? Of course. Do he I used... remember
1: him? He's still around. Oh, I apologise, Jonathan. <laughs> He's very Jonathan. active.
2: But uh, he used to say that of Tony Adams, didn't he? He used he to call him donkey. The donkey. No, he'd say, Eeyore, 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 always gets those in. Oh, did they? So lines, he was
1: obviously yeah. referencing the old yes. joke. Oh. Yes. Tony Adams was known as Donkey, and then suddenly people realised he was brilliant. <laughs> so I spoke to him about it. Did you? Well, what did yeah. you say? He said he was sort of all right with it because <laughs> it made him a bit more well known—the the donkey nickname.
0: But why was he called donkey if he was brilliant? Did they sort of misunderstand his? I don't think I can go into the details of why he was called donkey. <laughs> 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 no,
1: it wasn't that he was—he was a bit. It, oh, anyway, no he was—he couldn't run as quickly as the other players. Yes, I just think people really appreciated him.
0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Valley open brackets and Ross Noble close brackets hello text the show on 8 12, 15, follow us on X and Instagram at Frank on the radio and email the um, whatever Frank Absolute frankinsabsoluteradio.co.uk it's <laughs>
3: not a new app whatever yeah. <laughs> it's just it a ought, very non-specific things it you know? ought to be we? <laughs> you just take a photograph like Instagram but instead of people liking it there's a button that you can say, yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can I just before we start I just Look, I just need to clear something up, right? Right. Now, let me just say, it before we go any final, <laughs> your face is looking nervous, right? No, no, it's fine. You know that to me, you are on the Mount Rushmore of comedy, right? You are one of my heroes. You are the you are the best, right? Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, 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 just waiting for the bot. I've, no, I've, I've cleared that up. Several weeks ago, on this very show, mm. and I'm not... I'm <laughs> stiff with stress, right? The thing is, there was a, there was a reference to the lead singer of Wizard right yeah and not one but who's the Roy Wood do you know Roy Wood I know where this is going (laughs) nobody Uh. nobody in this studio said no but thanks for the tip no now I'm sorry I know this is specific I know that this might be me being I'm just saying I've got nothing but respect for you, but Roy Wood was mentioned, and that uh, was not
1: said. No one said, do you know Roy Wood? This so is like, anyway, no, this is like points
3: of it. view, I think this <laughs> yeah. is right. We're going So now that's all the way, I'm just saying... Uh, now I see. Just keep an eye on it, just we, keep uh, an <laughs> eye on it.
0: We here at uh, Absolute Radio uh, apologise unreservedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, even Homer <laughs> nods.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, you're quite right. I think it's because, maybe it's because of my love of Roy Wood. I felt it was slightly disrespectful. Oh,
3: yeah. But no respect for Victoria Wood? Um, not... Is she from Birmingham?
1: No. Okay. And what well, about poor
2: well, old Vanessa May? She doesn't no, no, get that no, same no, respect well, either. one my um, well, It, it yeah. all stemmed from an old <laughs> joke.
1: <laughs> it
2: stemmed from... It began
1: from a joke that was, do you know my sister May? No, but thanks for the tip. That was the original right. joke. So Vanessa May's is closer to the trunk...
3: <laughs> right. than um, Ryan Wood. That sounds very Max Miller, that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen, do you know max is the Yeah. exactly. Like yeah. You know, you talked before about the punchlines, one of my favourite punchlines, still ever, uh, like, say, well, in that case, uh, put it on and don't ride your bike for a week. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best punchline ever. <laughs> My,
1: I think the best punchline ever. We don't need the rest of the jokes. You joke, some of them are funny yeah, yeah. The best punchline ever is if I walk that way, I wouldn't need the talcum powder.
2: Brilliant.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, the, look, and the one legged jockey said, don't look at me, I'm riding side saddle.
2: <laughs> God. I'm back in the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you can't use talcum powder anymore, just FYI. Oh. Is that right? It's carcinogenic, I believe, yeah. Is it? Mm, I think so. Well, look, <laughs> I've
1: got I've got a bathroom cupboard full of it. I'm not throwing it away. <laughs>
2: You see, the talcum powder's yeah. gone now. I think, I think it is being phased yeah, out.
3: It's political correctness <laughs> gone mad. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. what that is. What? <laughs> you can't even put carcinogenic powders on yeah. your kids anymore, You hey? can't apply <laughs> well, anything hey. nowadays. <laughs> hey, it's the walk. it's the walker arty. That's right, hey. yeah. <laughs> you can't even fill a chicken's egg with anthrax anymore. Yeah. No, yeah. stop oh, it. I like heard Jim
2: Davidson say that the old PC brigade. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yes. And,
1: oh uh, <laughs> That one we go into hell in a hand cart yeah i'm not pushing it if i can't use talcum powder oh,
3: well, oh, oh man oh. you'll be able to hear the skin coming off did the the chaffinch i know sorry the, the chaffinch yeah was that called chaffinch because it had was it related to chaff did their wings rub is the chaffinch... Is
1: the... I think possibly, because when you process corn, the chaff is left behind, oh, that it might course. look a little fluffy thing like that. It's,
3: I, you, you know what was on there? It's an idiotic eureka moment right yeah. there. I didn't realise that the chaffinch is from the chaff... Well, I'm guessing... Finch. Well, it's biblical, is it? You know these things. I used
1: to have... Speaking of punchlines, I used to have a chaffinch-based punchline.
3: Yes, and if I I can remember that. Yeah, was it sneezing? Yeah, it was about middle-class sneezing. Yes, First
1: middle-class person. My dad used to do these massive sneezes that we all had to, like, put on waterproof clothing, no hand in front of the mouth. First middle-class person, I was talking, he went... And I couldn't believe what had happened. And as I said, I thought he'd swallowed a chaffinch, and that was the punchline. <laughs> but I
3: believe you used to say... Uh, Sorry, the feathers being whiffed. Uh, I believe you used to say, uh, put Sarwesters on the smaller children. That's yes. absolutely well remembered, beautiful use of
1: Sarwester. That was the first comedy routine I ever did on television. There you go. Uh, introduced by Arthur Smith as, ladies and gentlemen, Frank Spencer. <laughs> and then he obviously got something in his ear and went, Skinner, Skinner.
2: Oh no! Oh
1: no! The horror.
2: Frank Skinner
1: on Absolute Radio. We are with Ross Noble. Before we recommence, Ross Noble is on tour. A fifty-seven-date tour called the Jibber Jabber Jamboree from twenty-third of October to the seventeenth of March, twenty twenty-four.
3: There we go. Yes, coming to you all over the. How long do you do? It uh, depends what mood I'm in. <laughs> the, uh, no, I do I do probably uh, two hours maybe. Ah,
0: oi oi yeah. Too long. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Is that lo- too long for a show?
2: Oh, it's a long nah. show. I, I feel like do. I
1: want to go on at the front of a gig and say how, how low can I how loud can I go, guys? Who would leave? Who, at what point do you think that's it? Money's worth. He can go now. Really? Oh no, they've,
3: they've had their money's worth after ten minutes. I mean, it's yeah. all just no. To be honest, in right in theory, I'll do about forty-five. And I'll have an interval, i come back on and do maybe it's another 45. And then Ooh. maybe it's a bit at the end, whether they mm. like it or not. Mm. And then, uh, so it should really be, it should be hour and a half, hour 45 really. But, yeah. but the trouble is, if they're enjoying themselves, I'll do a bit longer. And if and they're, they're not enjoying stopped. themselves, I'll be, Oh, God. <laughs> I've done gigs where people have got up and I've gone, whoa, whoa, what's happening here? What, You're not enjoying yourself. They're going, no, the car park closes at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, sorry about that. But I only, really, I only
1: ask, f- but if anyone ever says, if I get any call from my management saying, yeah. that they're offering you a gig, before they finish the sentence, I say, how long yeah. right. <laughs> did I want? Yeah.
3: Have you ever done those gigs where you're literally, you know, it's in a sort of corporate, you know, and they go, here's quite a lot of money to play a horrible room. Mm. And you literally go, exactly how many minutes is yeah. it? <laughs> and at 43, yeah. you're going, oh, I'm not going to start another thought here. Yeah. And you just think, right, yeah, goodbye, everybody.
1: And well, I've always don't... got that worry that you might not get paid, though, if you don't do the full. Always upfront.
0: Mm, yeah.
3: <laughs> like uh, yeah. Chuck Berry, wasn't it? Was it Chuck oh, Berry? Oh, yeah. Used to get it in He's cash. Yeah. In a plastic carrier bag. <laughs> <laughs> that was what it is. Yeah. When you're doing it a two-hour
0: show, do you have drinks on stage with you? Absolutely not.
3: Yeah. Absolutely not. I will not stand for... Stage I will, drinking. I will not have a stool on stage with a glass of water with it. Mm. Absolutely no. not. I don't like
2: it when they um, have a pint glass of water. Oh,
3: Make an effort. Yeah. Oh, you're not going to get through a pint, are you? nah and so I, that's I,
1: I, what I think when I see someone with a pint of beer yeah.
3: <laughs> that's
0: massive <laughs> what are you going to do what are you going
1: to do with the rest of yeah, that yeah a
0: lot of fluid like oh. the other week when you
3: refer to them as big drinks <laughs> those really big drinks <laughs> oh no so on the big drink front though you know what I got recently oh, oh. my lord I like a cordial right because mm. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, a drinking man but I do like, and I don't like I don't want like all this hydration business it's all modern but I like, I do like a cordial, like a proper Robinson's cordial. Yeah. And, I th- and I kept, I'd have one, I think, well, I could do with another one. So, and my wife hates me for this. I bought a stein, <laughs> yeah. a giant German stein. With a lid? Yeah. Not with a lid, because I thought oh. that's going to slow down the cordial consumption if I'm constantly depressing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not having that, but it's a big glass one like that. Yeah. It's about two litres. And I sit down at the start of the film. I I'll just—I'd I'll be there, sat in the thing, and I just—and I look at me staying. I think I don't have to get up. For two hours—that's you're, you're a me. genius. Yeah. You're a man after like my own I hydrated heart. I was at a hotel
1: breakfast buffet this week, and they had water. And it actually said on the label, it hydrates. Wow. I thought, <laughs> so doesn't everyone know that? There are people who think, like, does it? <laughs> what what, what
2: that's way is
3: that new? It's a bit pine
2: yeah, to milk, isn't it? Read the milk label and go, I've
3: been eating all this sand. <laughs> yeah. You might as well put like a warning on it that says, Warning, do not throw on a mermaid who has got <laughs> her legs for a day.
0: <laughs> 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 Frank Skinner.
2: Frank, our readers have some questions Mm. for Ross Noble. Far away. Okay, I will.
3: Okay. Well, it's all a bit Piers Morgan now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mr Noble, on the 13th of August, two thousand Yeah, where's my child's
0: support? <laughs> <laughs>
3: it, it just says, in brackets, read it in this accent. <laughs> what is with, this? with indignation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then she texts us back in, none of indignation.
2: <laughs> Piers Morgan used to make them cry. Mm -hmm. and now I don't know what happens he's got another one what's his he's got another show now is he on the GB news
3: oh he's on the GB news yeah (laughs) I like the GB news do you like the GB well here's the thing right now you mentioned before not on air but you mentioned before I've had a bit of a trim of the old haircut right Mm. I haven't had a haircut for five years it was getting unruly it was and stunning. Um, oh, thank you. I'm quite happy with it. It's not. I haven't gone like full buzz cut or anything. It's you know. It's like a. But um, I'd say you've gone exactly the same. No, it's not. fine. No, it, 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 but that's the thing. My hair had got down. Oh. I mean, it was very much. You would have come and seen me rock in Birmingham in the 70s. It had really got was to that. Good rest. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Lord, yes, very much. It was <laughs> it, it was mermaids without a bra. It oh, got yeah. to that. It got to that length, but. One of the reasons why I cut it was because I get you know how you get the Graham Norton thing, people coming up yeah. to you, take your Graham Norton or Jasper Carrot, or whatever. I get um Neil Oliver from Coast. Oh, so you know, which is fine when he used to present shows about like lovely puffins sitting on cliffs and, all that, and stuff. Yeah. oh yeah, we like them lighthouses you look at, and I go, oh, thank you very old oh, people in that, you know, oh them lighthouse shows, like oh thank you, <laughs> but he's gone, he's t- he's t- he's yeah. tipped and he's on the. GB news and he oh he's got issues he's like yeah and he doesn't like apparently there was the COVID that was oh he didn't didn't like how that was handled so do you you get old people coming up to you (laughs) announcing I like how angry you make me exactly (laughs) yes I I don't like them either (laughs) (laughs) well said you (laughs) glad someone said it (laughs)
2: exactly
1: but even on those serious documentaries used to be lots of shots of him standing cliffside with the wind blowing through his hair
3: all yeah. the time, and, yeah. the hair, and he always wears a—he always wears like a kind of a, what are those things? Like a buff, you know those things, like a, a scarf. Oh, yeah. And when you see the clips from him in GB News, he's still wearing it. you mate. Ross, you've got to protect the brand, That's even true. on GB yeah. News. He has a wind machine by yeah. the side <laughs> of his desk at all times, and, a, and an old lighthouse keeper who just st- <laughs> who just steps out like that. Because you still you still filming? He's like yes. Do you think <laughs> the buff thing?
1: has has sort of melded to his skin. You know when they they find people who died like three months before and they've become part of the mattress? Do you think that's happened to Neil?
3: Or it could be that he's uh, that, all of that is his neck it's his actual neck, and at oh, any point yeah. he can elongate his whole neck. He can he can extend, and that goes very smooth. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the old bendy bosses. Exactly. <laughs> That's and what I, it I, is. I like
1: to think when he does it, even though it's a
3: dramatic moment, there's a slight accordion noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how he developed that? It's because the lighthouse keepers in the at the top of the they'd be in their house looking at the mirror, and he's just go oh, Neil doesn't want to walk up the stairs, yeah. <laughs> so he just got. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've come to look at your puffins. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like when they have that conversation in the Lorax and the guys in a higher Window. <laughs> exactly.
3: yeah. yeah. Sorry, you were going to ask a question. Uh, what? <laughs> but we'll This is to... Ross Noble. Sorry. We'll we Hold have... to... oh we'll on. We'll I'm get afraid to. the fence is out now. it got the we'll to wait. Busy, busy, busy. Frank
1: Skinner. Absolute radio.
0: Yo.
3: Right, right. Let's I'm going to do take this. control here. Yeah, let's not get sidetracked. Let- <laughs> let's answer yeah, this right. question.
2: Here are some questions from our fabulous readers for yep. Ross Noble. Lovely. First up, this is from Wendy in Hawley. Hello, Wendy. For Ross, <laughs> if you were offered the role of James Bond, would you cut your hair or play him as you are?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's always the there's always the dilemma there, isn't it? And look, I'll be honest with you. You know, it's one of those questions I have to ask myself all the time. (laughs) All the time. I see my management and they went, oh, they're talking about Bond again. I go, "Look, I've got the tour, but I'm sure I'm in the frame for it. The question always is, like whenever I do any acting, whenever I do the acting, I do like to do, like sometimes people say, do you want to be in this film or whatever, do you want to do this thing? But what they want is they want you to just be yourself, you know, where you, mm. you don't change your voice, you don't, you basically, you know, they carry on the film, of just, you know, the Frankie Hound, it's just you with a hat on, as opposed to a character, so I like doing character stuff, right? Mm. So... Part of me thinks if I got offered James Bond, I would insist that I had to do it as myself with my accent. And I basically, like, whatever the script was, I was allowed to put my own stuff and my only spin on it. And then you know, so that people just be watch, spend all the money, but not give any hint that that was the case, and do all as if it was absolutely dead straight. And then literally Q comes up and just Ah Bond, huh? all right, mate. I would, I would like to see a scene of Le Chiffre interrogating
0: you. And going, if we could get back to the question. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
1: and instead of M make... and Q, you could have Y and I. Yeah. <laughs>
3: if
1: you why? always met as a double act, Why?
3: Hi. <laughs> of course, Andek could play them, couldn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah, look at oh, that. There'd be Absolutely. merch as well George, related to them. Jordy Bond. Jordy um, Bond. <laughs> you know couldn't what? have a longer head
1: Bond, though, could you? Yeah, but he's no, trimmed I his hair oh,
3: film set strong. on, like, he's been Oh, God. <laughs> shipwreck, You know how they do, like... <laughs> shipwreck,
2: Bond.
3: <laughs> well, that island, because at the end, you know, spoiler alert, but, you know, when the you know when he's on the island and the missiles come down... Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Boom, it all blows up, and then it's like, you know, he go, oh, he's dead and he left the woman and all that, and then instead, the new film starts, and it's him, like, Yosemite Sam, you know, and <laughs> yeah. Yosemite Sam, when he gets blown up, it's him just all with his hair on fire, <laughs> and he goes, wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was close. Go, does but, it go wow? He does a no. little cough. It Pow. Pow. Oh, <laughs> looks, no one's gonna come to this island after that bombing. Oh. German oh. fleet has a question. German of, fleet? It, the yeah. whole of the <clears throat> German Bismarck? Bismarck. <laughs> Bismarck. This, is from, this is from Otto in Prussia. <laughs> <laughs> German, <laughs> fleet. <laughs>
2: German fleet says Yes. Mm, no, German, <laughs> German <laughs> fleet. German fleet. I gonna says, say, does
3: this, it does the end brackets do this in a German act? <laughs> <laughs>
2: (laughs) Does Ross still feel Geordie? That is a question from a
3: Geordie. Oh, there we go. Do I, feel, geordie. I sort of feel? Well, the thing is, I'm from eight miles north of Newcastle. Strictly speaking, I'm Northumbrian. Oh. So uh, yes, I get very. Uh, That's d- nice. And I've got an image of a dry stone wall. Oh, yeah. dry stone wall. The sound of Catherine Tickell playing the Northumbrian pipes. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. oh so I do feel Geordie, but I think uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't lived there for a long time. So I think I would be, because isn't it that uh, Cockneys have to be born within the sound of the Bow Bells? Yes. That's oh, Right,
2: yeah, I was born in the sound
3: of the bow bells. Well, um, you're a cockney. I <laughs> know. Oh, <laughs> now, there's a game show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's the cockney? <laughs> I'd see if that'd be a
1: very good If Emily was on, then not oh, many would go for oh. that. Oh. <laughs> that would be great.
2: So, Are Are welcome
3: to You Are a Cockney. <laughs> With Emily Zine. <laughs> like who do you think you are? Yeah. And then you have a selection of pearly king, pearly jackets, and you just go, yeah. oh, is she going to go for the pear? <laughs> They're just left around a room. Like Taskmaster, sort of just just pearly jackets around the place, but you don't know why you're in the room. You go, I'll try that And it says fruit. Do you eat it or sell it? <laughs> <laughs> the spoons the spoons are on the side. Does she use it uh, as cutlery, or does she use it as a musical instrumentation?
1: <laughs> Frank Skinner.
2: Salute Radio. Frank, we've got uh, Ross Noble, friend of the show, mm-hmm. in the studio. Mm-hmm. He's a he's like an honorary. He's like. Proper hardcore friend of the show. Honorary friend of oh. the show.
1: I said, not really. A friend yeah, yeah of the show. that's yeah. I, As soon as
2: I said that, I wanted it's like to an, attract. When it. you get
1: an honorary doctorate from the <laughs> university, I've got two of those. Have you? They mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> did they make
2: you go to the ceremony and put the gowns on?
1: Um, yeah, you get a. Uh, I mean, Birmingham, you got a medal, big medal. Or it
3: Gladiators? Gladiators. <laughs> you, you, get get
1: you get a warm
3: hearted <laughs> handshake.
0: How
1: <laughs> <But, laughs> did you go? Did you
3: have to do because I always think that's a bit of a scam where they go oh I'll give you the honorary doctor and then you can do a bit of a gig do a bit of a commencement yeah, speech yeah there is a bit of that and you just yeah. go so what you're just giving me a bit of a scroll so I'll turn up and do your gig free corporate yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. you're right I'm not, haven't it? <laughs> actually, I haven't thought of that well, would you like well, to do a corporate a, for the scroll for the scroll <laughs> which I do normally <laughs> <laughs> if somebody offers me any form of parchment yeah. I'll turn up or says, says, <laughs> I'm going to need some wax on oh, there yes.
2: <laughs> Frank can I all Ask ross noble about uh celebrity apprentice oh australia yeah. please yeah. do i don't know if you're anyone's... on your
3: own <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell were you thinking
2: well celebrity apprentice <laughs> australia I, i'm a big fan of the the show oh. in general yeah and it is available on iPlayer. i watched it you <laughs> right. can see it and yeah. please do yeah because it's it's quite something It lord sugar yeah is involved in it oh still? no they
3: did that's pro- one of the things that swung it oh and that's the fact that every theater in the world was closed and I haven't been out of work for <laughs> sorry I'm mean the charity that's why um, it was uh, yeah they rang me up because I have been very I've always said any comedian that goes on any form of reality TV show instantly loses all my respect and I go you've clearly got no you've got no self-respect and then the pandemic happened and I got a phone call and they went um, do you want to do celebrity apprentice I went I've always loved business <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, I went up to do it, and my plan, like, uh, you, you guys haven't seen it, but basically what happened was is that I thought to myself, right, if I was going to do a reality TV show, what's the best way of doing it? I thought, go on there and basically just get some money for charity, obviously, but why not go on there and just do, be as insane as you possibly can? <laughs> like, literally go on, and when you sat at home watching it and just go... Oh God! Wouldn't it be funny if somebody just did that now? Well, I did that, right? right. And I thought, mm-hmm. I know what'll happen here. I'll go on there. It'll be really entertaining. It'll be a right laugh for a couple of weeks, and then I'll get fired, right? But what happened was, it's not exactly. It was like Brewster's Millions. I couldn't get fired. You get so fired. I was literally just going, and that was partly he got because to the final. I know. Oh, wow. I literally, I, I, the only reason I didn't lose is because the, uh, the, the 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 woman that I was I was up against it was a lovely, lovely woman. But she just made a bit more. More money than me and that's the only reason I didn't win but I was coming up with these at one point I come up with this idea for a, a hamster hotel right they don't even have hamsters in Australia and like uh, I, you know I was doing, at one point I was selling the cursed sand of Tutankhamun right I was just it was builder's sand and I was just put it in and I was saying that you could curse your friends and all the rest of it and like I get in the thing and I made, made loads of money I sold all this sand and I'm thinking well Lord Sugar's just going to go come on you're just hitting a mick now he came in he went, you made more money than anyone else. And then yeah, so it was just. What it- about when Lord Show no. in the very
2: first episode he said, um, I don't know who any of you are, the only person I've heard of is Ross Noble. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: rude to the oh. other celebrities, they look furious. They were absolutely furious. <laughs> we use a license. You- Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And they were like, what, are you mates? Have you met him? Have you met him? Is he your mate? And I go, no, I'm from the UK. He, might, you, have, he might have seen my work on the popular television. Did you, you say then, Lord Sugar? Oh, yes. yes. And I did tell them that, oh, I can't see that on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wonderful that's <laughs> fa- afterwards. It's
1: interesting. Uh, I wouldn't have thought of him as sort of pro-zany. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, seemed- oh, I, I'm gonna, re-
3: I'm, gonna <laughs> <away from> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna step away from Ziani. Okay, I mean, that's all a bit Timmy Mallet for my liking. I would say... it. Uh, you say that I I like would, it's a bad. I thing. would say, I would see it more uh, subversive. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, he was just. I think you know what it was. I think that because he's from he's from uh, he's he's a he's a fighter. Isn't he? He's one of them guys <laughs> that he's built himself up. And I think he looked at me and just went, "Here's a guy who clearly just." You know, he's he's having a go. You yeah, know, you know, but I it think was it, it was. Yeah, he just it, respected the hustle. Yeah, exactly. You, that's took, the,
0: you took some sand. You made money one. out of sand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's probably
1: so thinking this bloke's obviously the next Bond. I best get on side. <laughs> <laughs> Can I repeat that Ross Noble's Jibber Jabber Jamboree tour is on from the 23rd of October, 23, to the 17th of March, 2024? St. Patrick's Night. That'll be a great end of tour thing. Go and see that. He's a very, very... Well, you've heard him, so you know. Um, And thanks for listening to us. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. This is idea